0: Hi, Smart Money Tribe. I think we are getting there, Abhi. Welcome to episode 9 of the Get Your Money Right podcast, season 1. This is a financial literacy podcast just for you, and we are going to be having a fun time learning about money and how to start our journey to financial freedom. Are you still wondering if there's a thing such as financial freedom? (laughs) Like always, I hope that this podcast gives you the answers you need. My name is Christine Ishampepe The Money Mechanic, and I help you fix your finances. Do well to follow me, engage with me on my social media platforms. On Twitter, I am at The Ishanpepe, as well as on Instagram. Engage with me, ask me your questions, and share your thoughts with me. I would love to hear from you. Today, we continue with our review of The Smart Money Woman written by Avesi Ugu. We will be reviewing Chapter 8 today. Before we begin today's review, however... Let's do a brief recap of the last episode. In chapter 7, we learned about the importance of budgeting and of creating saving buckets for different saving goals. Now chapter 8 is titled The Power of Networking. Chapter 8 begins with Zuri attending the Wimby's conference that her boss had mandated her to. And she was really just trying not to get fired. She got her girlfriend, Tammy, Adesua and Lara to join her because she was afraid of being alone. <laughs> The ladies discussed about the conference and Zuri was encouraged to keep an open mind during the event. Zuri began enjoying the conference and at a point goes to the restroom where she meets a woman knows, known as Yi Akamu or Iya ologi. now Now Akamu Ogi means pap made out of maize or millet. What was a well-dressed and well-spoken woman doing selling pap? Well, apparently, she sold pap, but with a twist. They came in yogurt-like packaging and in flavors like banana and strawberry. Her business had started in her kitchen, but now had its own factory and sold across Nigeria. Zuri observed her when they got out and saw how she introduced herself to the powerful women in the room, such as Tarafella Durotoye and other successful women. She spoke to Zuri about getting mentored, and this gingered her even more. The Wimby's conference was blowing her mind. Everyone seemed to be networking and selling their markets. She went into a session where the facilitator spoke to them about finances and the importance of changing their mindset about money. She told them that what makes one wealthy is not how much one earns, but how one can systematically use a proportion of the income that one earns to build assets that pay over time. After the conference that day, Zuri is seen recounting her mentoring session with Mrs. Abafu-Williams, a partner in the law firm that she had only ever seen on TV and read about in magazines and newspapers. Zuri's office is able to close the deal with Mr. Shola's company and the signing of the deal was done that same evening and afterwards, Mr. Shola asked her to dinner with him. They get talking about her finances again and he promises to connect her with a financial expert who would help her with her investing plans. The chapter ends with Zuri receiving a gift from Shola, a money journal where she could write down her goals, track her spending, and write down her vision statement as well. What are our smart money lessons for today? Number one, mentorship is an awesome way to build your network and accelerate your personal growth. Number two, drop that auntie, uncle, help me attitude and build organic relationships with the mentor who's invested in your growth and success. Number three, Network and learn to convert that network into opportunities which can help you attract new business, gain access to partnerships and raise funding for your business. What are our smart money activities for today? Number one, evaluate your network. Who do you know? Who is in your circle of friends? Promote, demote, add and subtract. You are the CEO of your life. Don't give time to people or relationships that do not add value to you. Three, what professional organizations do you belong to? Are you active in such organizations? Do you add value to them, or are you just part of the headcount? Number four, attend more meaningful events and network. Five, articulate and perfect your introductory non-elevator pitch with practice, practice, and practice. Do not just say I sell this or that. So patronize me. Why do you do what you do? What makes you different? All this should go into your pitch. Ever heard the saying that your network determines your net worth? Think about it. (laughs) And so it's a wrap for today. I truly hope you're enjoying taking this journey of figuring out how to take charge of your finances, not just for now, but for the long run. If you are having money problems, this podcast is specially crafted for you. Do not forget to engage with me on social media. I would love to absolutely hear from you. Now, where's the next stop in Zuri's journey to financial freedom? I'll see you in Chapter 9. Thank you for listening.